0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of almost all ages, with parental consent. The Sick Twisted Minds at Sacrificial Pond Productions brings you a new style of gore film. Like nothing you have seen before, there are no cops, no investigations. There is no backstory, no follow-up of the victims who are brutally tortured and murdered. Our story isn't about them. Normal terror is about a single dad struggling to make ends meet. His son is his first priority. He goes to work, pays his bills, and is generally a great dad. The twist comes after he puts his son to bed. This is where he releases his stress. Some people do yoga, some hit the gym, some go for runs, some people paint on a canvas. An anonymous source once wrote on an abandoned asylum wall, I never understood people until I took one apart just to see how it worked. If you are rear-ended in traffic, most people's thought runs to anger and their primal instincts of hurting the other party. Sam Neill does not have the ability to stop that primal instinct. Let us take you into the mind of a killer. Normal terror is a concept from the mind of Sam Mason, who wrote, directed, produced, and is starring in this new age feature film.
1: What's up, ladies and gents? Welcome to another exciting episode of Horror with Sir Sturdy. This will be dropped out on Friday the 13th, another Friday the 13th special. Today I have my guest yeah. with me, uh, Henry. What's up? What's going on? And I got also have Scott. He came back. How's it going, yeah, Scott? thanks
2: for having me, man. I appreciate it. It's good to be back.
1: Anytime, man. And, you know, again, Friday the 13th special. chose this movie because... For some reason, this is Scott's favorite Friday the 13th movie.
2: And uh, (laughs) it's unfortunately,
1: I was just before we you got on Scott, I was talking to Henry about this movie and I was telling him, you know, I was like, I just watched it rewatched it to get a little refresher today. And this movie to me does not feel like a Friday the 13th movie at all. It's like Mm -hmm. a movie with Jason in it. And right? it just, <laughs> just from the beginning, like, even the opening credits, like, the, the music to me seemed, like, too damn happy. And this music, <laughs> I feel like this music should have been in, like, The Karate Kid or something like upbeat.
2: that.
1: Yeah, like The Karate Kid or um, any Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, you know, when he's about to fight at what's the end for, of the, when he's about uh, to fight at the me. end of the movie. Like Buttsport? Yes, yes. When he's about to fight. Yeah. And, you know, when he's about to win, he's getting his ass beat, he's about to win, and the fight yep. of the night, da-da-da, that shit comes out, and he just. You know he wins, he gets he's the girl. He's always about to win. Though. Yeah, I know.
2: Yeah. Even if he's losing, he's about to win.
1: I know he is.
2: It's Van Dam. It's the power of the screen. I, mean, I just bought a bag of tostitos because of him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> was, was that music playing show up at my house? Oh um, yeah, you know I think why. it was. Probably.
2: You know, they had a back in the day. Real quick, sorry, get off the subject. A little no, you're But back in the day, that he did a bunch of green screen stuff. And people uh, input him in the background for stuff. Like, has one where a dude answers the door, and he does a, a kick to the dude, and <laughs> the dude, like, falls down. Yeah, you got to check it out. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I'd watch something like that. Tostitos. I love Tostitos. Tostitos is awesome. We get the cheese as well. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, perfect. Yes, you have to.
1: So, well, anyway, back to
2: Jason. Back to Jason, yep. <laughs> Yeah.
1: yeah, Kane, as you guys may know, well, as you guys know, and, you know, the listeners may know or not know, Kane Hodder is hands down my favorite Jason. And the thing that mm-hmm. sucks is I'll say three out of the four movies that he played in as Jason are like on the bottom of my list, mm-hmm. <laughs> which kind of sucks. Like the stories weren't all that strong for him, in my opinion. And I'm, but yeah, it
3: wasn't his fault, though. Not at all. No. He
1: played the shit out of the role, is what I'm saying. Like, he did such a Absolutely. great job. He was like, he'd, he just, You re, did you guys read the book? Kane Hodder's book?
2: No, yeah. No, you were telling me yeah. about it uh, last time we talked about horror stuff.
1: Yeah, and I I, I listened to the audio book. I actually want to own that book. But, like, in the book, when he's talking about the Friday the 13th movies, like, how he, he really, I love how he, like, really gets in the character. Like, he said, when he's in his Jason costume, he'll sit a He won't hang around the other cast. He won't hang around the other cast at yep. all. Another yeah. thing he does, which I did mention when me and you were talking, Scott, is like, he pees in trailers, which I thought was Yo. fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, he'll just pee in a co-host, a co-star's trailer, or at least, I guess in one of them, he even peeing in his own trailer, on the floor, not just going to the but pissed right on the floor, because he didn't want to take the whole suit off. <laughs> which it is, is just...
2: That would do. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect.
1: The only difference is, Henry, you'd be naked and doing that shit. All right.
2: don't want care. Well, yeah. you baby Jason. <laughs>
3: But um and uh remember also um when they were on break filming uh Jason takes Manhattan, he kept his costume on and scared those kids in the woods, right? Or was yeah. It was the park. It was, was um uh, part
2: seven. I thought it was part seven. Was oh, it was it? Jason? Okay. Yeah, 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 that
1: he was sitting in like a chair, not necessarily like out in a out in a field. He was just sitting in a chair in the whole costume and kids were throwing rocks at him and he was just sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. And eventually he would just, like, get up and scare the shit out of him. And, like, he was saying that, I guess, filming. one of the kids, it was either that one or Jason X. It was either Seven or X. Anyway, um, he scared them, and, like, they would come in on bikes, and then they would just run home. He said one of the kids left their bikes there for a couple of days because they were scared to go back. <laughs> I was like, that's so fucking awesome. Like, he really, really gets into the role. Another thing that he does real quick, before I let you guys know to talk about the movie, is, like, um... When he's alone, getting ready, getting hyped up, he'll be like in the background yelling and banging on shit just to get hyped for the part, which I thought it's pretty cool. Yeah. So I, what? Go I, ahead.
2: I know. I noticed with like I said, I got the refresher course on YouTube. I didn't really like watch, but I got the yeah. kind of the gist of it. Uh, but like any time he was on screen, it was like it was there was a lot of that intensity as you're describing. Mm-hmm. You know, he he made he like really, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. Some of the some of the actors were pretty bad at, at dying, but he he was fine. You know, he did yeah. his part. Oh hell it yeah! Just you know, there's some pretty pretty good uh, kills that I I in that movie. So we'll get to that. Hmm. Yeah, one of my, one of my my favorite kill two. I have two two of my favorites are in that movie,
3: and one of them is just it's so simple. Like,
1: we could we could discuss it now. I mean, we can throw that in whenever. So yes. Go ahead.
3: So w- one of my favorites is um, the uh, the sauna when he picked up the the rock
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: and then and then um, you could hear the sizzle. Like,
1: Put it on yeah. dude's chest or whatever. When yeah, that was a good when
3: he one. picked it up. Yeah, simple. Just it was unique. It was creative, though. You know. Mm-hmm. And then uh, obviously the best kill in the whole movie is uh, the boxing scene at, at towards oh, the yeah. end. Yep. When he, Julius. He, he he got he got hit a couple
2: times and then he just hit him once. Boom, knocked his head off. Clean off. Yep. Clean off went down right into like the dumpster. That, but then then mm-hmm. it shows up into the police car, but we'll get to that.
1: That part was Ugh. funny because, like, you know, Julius is over there boxing. Like he hit him about at least fifty, sixty times, if not more. And then he was all tired. He's like, Give me your best shot, motherfucker. And he knocked,
2: got his head knocked off. <laughs> <laughs> like that was his last line <laughs> of the movie. Yep.
1: And oh man, that fucking that track suit Julie uh, had on. Huh? We should
3: have been a deleted scene where a crackhead found his head in
2: the dumpster.
1: (laughs) In a deleted scene, I get money
2: for this. (laughs) It was he says a crackhead, puts the head in the police car.
1: (laughs) Yo, you know what was funny about this one with this movie? Jason had me laughing because like. When they're on the ship and he kills the two the uh captain and the co captain or whatever the hell you call him. Yep, yep. He stands the captain up at the it doesn't show it, but when he goes back to the scene, like when they're in the fucking captain area, I don't I don't know anything about boats. When they're yeah. in that, that area, he the, you see the captain standing up dead, like with the steering wheel. Oh, <laughs> I <yeah>. was rolling. <laughs> And then the later on, as you guys are mentioning, when he knocks Julius's head off, they all get to the cop car. They're like, Yeah, Julius will turn up sometime. The cop gets in the front door, the light turns out. You see his head in the fucking front of the thing, and then Jason yokes the cop out the car. I was dying. Oh, yeah, like, this guy's playing some jokes.
2: Take, yeah, he goes, Oh, we need backup. Gets dragged in, in yep. the alley. And then, uh, what was the chick? Uh, R- Renee or Renee, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, jumps in the front seat, starts driving, freaking crashes the police car. It's like, Good job, we're going.
1: Yep. See, that movie, man. Yeah, and then
2: with, with all the things that
3: happened in that movie, that's still not the weirdest thing that's happened in Manhattan.
2: No. Nope. <laughs> you know, also, one of my favorite parts, I mean, it is it, it is comical, but it's it kind of gives Jason character because when he's, like, focused on people that he needs to kill. Is uh, the radio scene where the bunch of like punks basically <laughs> listen to the radio, and he comes walking, just mm-hmm. fucking boots it, and like it takes out the well, the switchblade, right? He goes, hey, "What's the problem?" Just slips off his mask, like, "Oh, yo, it's you're cool, good. man. Yep. It's cool. You're cool. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, no, no, you you're
3: cool. There's your radio now, Go ahead. Yeah,
2: and, <laughs> that and and um, I like the scene where he breaks through the diner. Oh, <laughs> yeah. but, but like, yo, why'd you kick your radio? <laughs> yeah.
1: it's the, yours. That diner scene. Funny thing about that diner scene is um they remember the big dude that he threw?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: That guy ended up playing Jason in Freddy vs Jason. Yep. Which is bullshit. Oh. Kane should have been, been Jason. We all we all know that, but that guy played Jason well, in Freddy Jason. They told him he had the part. Yep. They told him he had the part and they never told him he didn't have the part until pretty much they were doing the movie like, you know, we didn't oh, give him wow. the part. Yeah,
3: cuz he, he re- yeah, cuz he reached out to see what was up. And that's when they found out. And the only, the, they said the only reason they casted that guy over, over Kane was because he was taller.
1: Which was, oh man, they should. I feel like if Kane, nothing against that guy. I'm not saying that guy didn't do bad, but I just feel like Kane would have did a much better job playing Jason. I know Jason has no speaking roles, but just the the attitude, the body movement, like just all that would have uh-huh. been so uh-huh. much better.
2: You
1: know, and, that's what makes Kane I mean, and Hotter so good as a Jason, you know. Even if he said... Hold like, on, guys. Yep. yep. Even at... Hang on. I'm just going to pause it real quick. Yeah, so, like, as I was saying, with these movies, I don't hate any Jason movie. I love the whole... I love the franchise as a whole, Henry, even known this since we were kids. But it's just... There's mm-hmm. just... There's some weak movies, but it, it happens with any horror... It happens with any horror franchise when they make... With it. More, yeah, I'll yeah. say when they make three or more movies... There's always going to be a couple weeks' length in there.
2: Especially oh, when absolutely. you have a different director. Oh, yeah. Each time, yeah. yeah. But what was it? Uh, As I was saying, uh, but geez, I lost track. No, but <laughs> <laughs> I was saying we're, like, jumping all over the place here. Yeah. But it's, oh, you we were saying about Kane Hodder and how he would, you know, playing Freddy vs. Jason. And I totally agree with you. I mean, it just sucks you didn't get the part because it, it, you can see it in this movie, when he's on, again, on screen, that intensity, that, mm-hmm. like, you, you know, like, I don't care, I'm killing you, and I'm gonna do it, do it, like, you so a good. One, a one-track yeah. mind. Exactly. Kane just does it so well in this movie, regardless of the character. Like, one of my favorite favorite kill scenes is uh the chick on a dance floor. She's, oh, like, looking yeah. around, it pops out of nowhere and, like, chokes her. But then, after he gets on choking her to death, he just tosses her like a rag doll. You know, there's a lot of tossing. And why are you scenes. so angry? Yeah, exactly. It's so great though. It makes it makes. After all these like, years,
1: yeah. Hey man, you gotta be. I like. You know what I liked in this movie too. And Henry, we've discussed this on the countdown. He threw somebody through a fucking window again, which I was just like, yes. And it was actually, it was um, I don't remember his name, but it was the girl's uncle, and I didn't like to do it anyway. The guy ran into like an abandoned building. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, they, the camera pans up to the window, and all of a sudden you just see glass shatter, and this dude's getting thrown out the window.
2: Oh, yeah, that's the the dude he, he ends up killing into the toxic waste barrel, right? Yes, yes. Puts him in that. Him, yeah, that. Yeah, that that was awesome, yeah. Drowns he, him in that. He, he, he just see, you just see outside the building, right? And all of a sudden you just see me get thrown out the window. That was he, awesome. He, he, he just violates personal
3: space, like. I'd... Like you know, like other slashers, like we'll we'll cut you in half or stab you, whatever. He'll he'll just grab you.
1: Yeah, yep. he definitely he has will. No problem. <laughs> like,
3: <laughs> yeah, he has no problem. <laughs> manhandle you. Yeah, he's he's showing. I'd him. rather have my head. I'd rather have my head cut off than you know be strangled or fucking <laughs> picked up and thrown
2: and then thrown again. Like.
1: And then drown.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, nothing all all, him, but... all the same thing. Like th- this movie really showcased like Jason's strength.
1: Yeah, it definitely. Is it did. A-
2: uh, and also to his like uh, special ability because he definitely teleported out of out of nowhere on quite a few kills. Yeah, he did. He must especially the because well,
1: he's, he's a deadite. He ha- <laughs> yes. yo. Jason was the first one to use instant transmission. Sorry, yep. Goku. <laughs> <laughs> Goku Lunar
3: from Jason.
1: He yeah. did? He must have. Cause I'm thinking about it. I'm like, wait a minute. This motherfucker can't swim, right? He goes from Camp Crystal Lake, but they don't, he teleported from Camp Crystal Lake to, um, what's that body, is that the Mohawk, what body water is that in the city? Hudson? That's the Hudson. So he he transported from there to the Hudson. Hudson. He get. I mean, after he fucks up the ship, you know, everybody got in the, um, the canoe or whatever you want to call it? Everybody gets on that boat. Yeah. The lifeboat. They go over, you know, they get, they get to the city. And now all of a sudden you see Jason climb up the ladder. I'm like, okay, if he can't swim, was he walking on the bottom of the water? did, Did he teleport? Like, what's, what's going on?
2: Well, what's strange in the beginning of the movie, he actually, like, climbs on a ladder on the side of the boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, it's like...
1: How'd he get there?
2: Like, like what... But Well, it's because the... Isn't it, doesn't the chick have visions of Kid Jason? And yeah. And she stabs them in the eye with the pen early yeah. in the movie? Because he broke through and tried, like, choking her, and yep. she, like, grabbed the pen. Yep. Oh, he
1: was choking her through that window, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, And then, um, I, so
3: were they, were they filmed the original Jason or Jason uh, Friday the 13th was in New Jersey,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: right? So we, we could assume that Crystal Lake is in New Jersey, yeah, which is not too far from New so York city.
1: That, no, that, that part I get, but I mean, like, in my opinion, the way they could have did this movie with him going to Manhattan, that doesn't really bother me at all. But like, I mean, if they would have made it so... I get like he I get he was kind of following this girl or whatever but if they would have made it more known or even like say if they started out at the camp for whatever reason like say they're going from the camp to the city and you know he uh-huh. just he just followed that group like say he killed a few people at the camp of course but he followed the group the group of survivors oh, okay. all the way to the city he killed he, you know they had extra characters let's say throwaway characters that he killed a couple at the camp he killed a couple on the ship and then you know the ones that he killed in the city he killed in the city that would have been pretty dope right
2: there yeah, but it was strange because in the opening scene, obviously he got uh taken down from Tina's mom, uh not mom, Tina's uh dad mm-hmm. in the, the seventh. Oh, yeah. 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 Way to go dad. Right yeah, there. way, to, go. And wait, then wait, he way brought, to show up. Yeah, there's dick. some there's somehow there's electric like elect, like uh electricity running through the water. Oh through that wire, yeah, yeah. Back. Yeah, that wire gets brought back then. Kill the Jared Leto lookalike on the boat and then you know gets the mask, then kills the chick hiding uh, like the front of the boat rather than you know she's jumping away and swimming. But you know, it was weird because like I don't even think they explained why she sees vision visions of uh Jason, you know, kid kid Jason. Oh, I like
1: oh, yeah, actually, they do. Um, later in the movie, you find out that her uncle. Like, she she has a, when she, matter of fact, it's right after she hits Jason with the car. Yep. She's staring at him. He's out, he's like, his body's on fire. And she's staring at him. She's, she's having, like, a daydream or a vision or whatever. And it's her and her uncle on a canoe at Camp Crystal Lake. And every year oh, he's asking right, her yeah. about if she's going to learn to swim. He's like, well, you need to learn how to swim. And he tells her about oh, how Jason's yeah, in the lake yeah, yeah, at okay. the bottom of the water. And then this dickhead throws her in the water. No, damn. Like, if you're going to teach your kid how to swim or your niece or nephew, that's don't bring the them! Out. Don't bring them out! <laughs> First of all, don't bring them to Camp Crystal Lake. Second of all, if you're good, you you think you would at least teach them in shallow water that they can walk? And this dude put the boat to the middle of the lake and threw her in the water. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? That's dirt, man. Literally, and then Jason grabs her foot underwater, and that's how she sees her. But the cra- the yeah, weird thing about, about that you? is, <laughs> the thing about that is, is it's like when she was. So I'm guessing her and Jason around. I wonder how old Jason is in these movies. Kind of because it's like. He drowned as a kid, right? So yeah. she gets, th- she, he throws her in the water as a kid, and he's pulling her down underwater as a kid. But every single movie you see Jason in, besides part one, he's an adult. So I'm like, what the, what, what part of the timeline did this happen?
3: You know, the other thing uh, probably, that I like about yeah. just the whole, the whole franchise is he looks worse and worse with each movie. I love that mm-hmm. part of it.
1: And another yep. another great thing about this franchise that I love is it always starts from where the last one pe- finished. I love that part about it. And like it shows you how yeah, he comes just like back. Like in the Incredibles movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't see I didn't see the Incredibles 2. I want to though. But I I like that. I think
3: it picks up literally where the first one ended like right
1: there. That's how it should be but for yeah. a certain I mean for a certain Off topic a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Certain franchises, though, horror franchises, I'll say, because we're discussing horror. I feel like if you're going to make a, a bunch of sequels, it would be cool to kind of start it off kind of, sort of, from where the last one ended or, like, in that timeline, at least. Don't just start a whole new story with the same motherfucker killing people.
2: Right. Yeah, they did that with, uh, what, two and three, right? Pretty much? Yeah, they did yeah. that
1: with two and three. Two and th- three. They did it with most of hey, them, I though. I
2: think...
1: With all of them, I believe. I think
2: you
3: get that when you, when you have... Multiple directors.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're you right. You know
3: what I mean, like because each one, they, you know, they might want to like, uh, you know, outdo the the one before them or put their own little put their spin own, on it. Yeah, put their own little spin on it. You know, yeah, I mean, look at the uh, the Freddy the Freddy movies. Oh, he man. has three different origins throughout the whole
1: series.
2: Yeah, which is kind of weird, today, but you know, it's but it's cool though in a way because. You know which origin's the real origin? You know that would right. make it more. Right, you choose which more... one you like the best. Exactly. You know, sometimes if if you do it wrong, then it hurts the franchise. But with Freddy, the way that he's portrayed and how his backstory came about, and then switching up the origin story, you can kind of get away with that because yeah. it's like it's like it's it's heard from word of mouth. So it's like nobody knows really knows the the full tale. Yeah, because he's like a like a campfire story, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. You know,
3: like urban legends, you know, will change from town to town or whatever, or you know, generation to generation. Yep,
1: that's mm-hmm. yeah, that's I like that though. It it work Like I said, like, sometimes it works, but I just I don't know. I guess it depends on the movie too. Like I feel like for Friday the Thirteenth, the origin should stay the same. I kind of see how Freddy can be different because I'll say because the whole dream sequence, maybe because people's dreams are a little bit different or something. I don't yep. know. Yeah. So, um...
3: Like, uh... Like, with, like, the urban legend thing, like... Remember where I lived in, uh... By... By the cemetery, Aaron? Yeah. There... There was, a, Um... Kind of like, a What they called Banana Man. Mm-hmm. And... I'm... I'm 32 years old. Still to this day. I've never been in that cemetery past nightfall.
1: I don't blame you.
3: If you were... There was a bum... That dressed in a banana suit that would rape boys. Oh man! In Jesus. that cemetery. So I'd be I'd be in there fishing. Sun's coming down up. Oh, pull my line out and going home.
1: Yeah, hey, shit. Not I, taking a chance. I, I don't blame you. You know, there's that's a true horror movie in itself. That's a true horror shit.
3: <laughs> uh huh. Like, get like I, no, I'm not even exaggerating. There would be times where I would be running out of there because, like, you know, I, you know, I'm in there, fishing. You know, I'm not really paying attention. Next thing I know, the lights are coming on.
1: Mhm. And you got your pole in the Go water up. and somebody else has their pole in your booty. You don't want that.
2: Yeah, right no, I'm not I'm You not don't want that, my you man You don't hood. want that surprise, you know.
1: No. Nah. No.
2: That's not a good spot to break up to
3: Mhm. Not not quite, you know, Jason's status, but you know. Right, right. It Still getting stabbed. And they're like, you
2: know, at least I'm going out in style.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Or make it quick and quick and easy, you know, sometimes. And then the other sometimes.
3: the other thing that was, was cool about uh, the Jason movies is he never killed kids. Mm-mm. Yeah. but so you know? have all these kids that are afraid of Jason, they're not going to kill you. Remember which one was the one where there was the cabin full of kids, and he walked through it? Uh, part, part six. Yeah. Right. I remember watching that, and I'm like, he's easy he, he's, he's to kill all these kids. I mean, even Angela in, um, killed all those kids that were camping out.
1: She was a kid though, right? Or was this in the later ones? That is true though. Jason doesn't kill kids. Which now that now that we're on that topic, bro, just real quick, how does that like the horror movies where they do harm kill kids or kids involved? How does that make you guys feel? Does it bother you or?
2: I think that's what makes me enjoy Jason more as as a horror uh, you know character. It. Even though he's like this unstoppable one-track mind uh, type of killer, mm-hmm. he's, he's still, he still he his his um, frustration is not on the kids okay. at all. It's about, yeah, he's a kid at heart. He, yeah, he's a kid at heart. So it's any like teenagers and adults. So it, it yeah, 13's even, the cutoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. 13's the cutoff. So if you're like twelve and under, you're, you're safe, and if you're thirteen and up. You better better learn how to run, really, really far uh-huh. away. And Either then that's not, not enough. Yep, even then it's not enough. Henry, same. What, oh, go
1: ahead. You can finish.
2: That's uh, that's. That, listen, I, I like I like that. It's even though he's all these things, he still has uh, a character. Yeah. Uh, uh, about. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And same question for you, Henry. How does that like with the horror movies? where they harm kids and all that stuff? Especially with you being a, a father now, how does that make? Does it bother you to the point where like? You don't like it, or is it, you know?
3: No. No. Um, no, not at all.
1: Okay. <clears throat> Me,
3: I don't... You I mean, th- like, um... No, go ahead. Hered- like, uh, Hereditary. Uh, Scott,
2: did you see Hereditary? Uh, no. I heard it was good, though. Go see it. It's worth it? And th- In the theater, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: I enjoyed it. I, I-, I would watch it again. Mm-hmm. It's damn that movie's fun. it's good like i'm really at a loss like explaining it but it's one of those movies where like the answer to what's going on is right in front of you and you got you got to look all over like i missed there was i was looking at this one something that happened to somebody and then my wife noticed in the, the top left of the screen there was somebody hiding oh
1: wow
3: you know what i mean stuff like that like and then when when the first person when the first person dies it's just downhill from there
1: so I'm going to have to check it, that it's out it's definitely too.
3: one of those movies when you when you leave the theater you're going to be thinking about it like what the hell
1: okay okay All
3: right.
1: i guess i'll answer that same question too about with the kids <clears throat> being in, being involved with the horror like killing or being killed it doesn't bother me only if it fits with the movie like if it's just a senseless kill that has nothing to do with it it doesn't make sense but if it has something to do with it like like i'll give you an example like sinister with all the stuff that they had with the kids in there it worked for that movie it worked well for that movie
3: that movie was great
1: it was fucking crazy but it worked great for that movie the movie was crazy another one i can think of real quick i haven't seen it in years but the grudge yep like movie you know what i mean but then you know so it's it really depends on the story and how the movie's going and like I feel like for us, I guess <clears throat> maybe not all slash, I'll just say for Jason movies, maybe it wouldn't really work because he didn't have his his beef wasn't with the kids, it was with the counselors.
3: wouldn't make any sense.
1: and yeah. with adult it was with, it was with adults, you know the counselors and just grown- ups in general, teenagers and grown- ups in general.
3: <clears throat> and uh, and I mean really, and anything for me, just just about anything is is fair game as long as it's done tastefully.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah.
3: As tastefully as it can be done. You know what I mean? I and mean, we are talking about, you know A horror a kid movie that drowned and came back and
1: <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. You know. But I know what you mean. Another another <laughs> yeah. one that I think like I don't mind if it's used, just to throw it out there real quick, if it's used correctly is racism. Like if it's just thrown in there just to be thrown in there, it doesn't like this movie oh my god, this movie was so fucking bad. I watched it about <laughs> a month or two ago. I posted it on Instagram. I think I posted it on Facebook too, but you um, watched what? I'm about to tell you the title of this movie, and it had a oh, lot to do with okay. racism. But it was it was a garbage movie. Ooga booga. Uga
2: booga.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the real fucking title. Ooga booga. I gave that Ooga movie booga. a fucking right. one. That movie was just so bad. I don't even remember. Like I can't even explain to you the movie. It was so bad. And like I said, ra- with the <laughs> with the racism stuff, it didn't bother me. But it just it 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 was bad because it. Like, I understand what the movie was supposed to be about, but it just didn't work. Like, the story was just, it was just bad. I just had to throw that out there real quick, but, um... I think, yeah. I, mean, so I think the time it,
3: it worked the most, and it, Aaron, I know you'll agree, with the, the racism, stuff like that, was uh,
1: Tales from the Hood. I love that fucking movie. I need to own that movie, and I can't wait for part two to come out. Yeah, yeah. It, it worked for that. It worked great for that movie, because it was about, like... It had they, to. It, Like, they had, like, a good story with it with each little with the anthology they had like a good story with what they were talking about with that with Uga Buga, not so much <laughs> get that bullshit out of here, <laughs> yeah' because
3: with tales from the hood you know it each each story even though each story applied to you know the guys that were there mm-hmm. you know each story you know was was its own issue in and you know in the the black community at at that time, you know what I mean like yeah. Uh, with the police brutality and then with the uh uh the stepdad that was the monster, which I mean that, that would that could go for any race, but you know that and then um uh what was the other one, Aaron? Um
1: I honestly forgot. Oh the dolls,
3: the voodoo dolls.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, the little nigglets. <laughs>
3: He called him Spooky Little Nicholas. <laughs> Yo,
1: we need to watch that movie again, and we need to do a podcast on that movie, because that movie was so good not to do a podcast on, and funny. Yeah. Like,
3: uh, so, One year, uh, Aaron's first year at ScareCon, Scott, uh, yeah. we stayed at a hotel down the street from the casino.
1: Was that our first or second and, year? Um,
3: that was my second ScareCon. It was your first.
1: I thought... No. No. we went Every time we went to ScareCon, we went, we went together.
3: That's right, that's right. I'm sorry. That's right. What am I, yeah. Was it your first time seeing Tales from the Hood?
1: That's what it was. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And we, yo, I, we were <laughs> fucked up watching but that movie the too.
3: People, yeah, the, the people walking by our hotel room were probably like, what the hell are they watching? Like, it was so funny.
1: <laughs> All you heard was a bunch of laughing.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> funny,
2: you know, I gotta
1: just, I gotta just throw this out there while we're talking about this before we get back into Jason. That same weekend, because, High as shit and drinking, that you know that night watching these. But we watched that first, and we watched yeah. that. We tried to watch the movie Pieces of Talent, but we were both too damn high to figure out what, to to even follow just, the movie. Yeah. So I think I think we started out with Pieces of Talent, which I have that movie. So I think we started out with that movie, and then we were like, you know what? Let's just try Tales from the Hood. And oh my goodness, laughing, yeah. laughing. That's the same time, yep, because we stayed there. Remember when? Um, I don't remember if it was my picture or your picture that we got autographed. Fucking forgot on top of the car when we you know we brought everything in the Uh-oh. room. Had went back oh, outside. Uh,
2: I yep. think you told me about that story. Yeah. There.
1: Listen to yep. this. We we went we yeah. literally went outside and searched the car probably two or three times and I don't know who found it. One of us just looked up on top of the roof for whatever reason. It's like, yo, it's right here.
3: <laughs> I went I went back out. Oh, because yeah, it was my uh tail uh bordello of blood okay. tales from the crypt signed by uh the crypt keeper and um uh, Lilith. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, I got to get that shit framed.
1: Yeah, you do. But, yeah, it was that. What a, um... Scott, have you ever been to any cons, like horror conventions?
2: Only one that I've really been to, to tell you the truth, is one I worked at. I worked at uh, the FantaCon. Okay. You you guys were there, you know, with uh, with Bruce Spaulding Fuller, uh, Veronica Carlson, Santiago Cirillo from The Walking Dead, Chris Carlson from The Walking Dead. uh, Yeah, that was a a good venue. Kevin Van Henserick from Bastard Case uh, and like all a bunch of you know uh, Roy Funkus that did the Substitute movie Jerry Reissel and of course we had Tatanka and uh, Mouth of the South with Jimmy Hart yeah. yeah and then we had a whole bunch of uh, Jimmy comic books, yeah. that wasn't comic the one artists.
1: was that the one with um Ari Lehman and uh Kevin Eastman or was that the one after
2: that was the one after okay okay yeah, after yeah
1: yeah no I, we're not after yeah,
2: it was before I think. Oh before, That's, before. It was before.
1: I was going to say cuz we we went to those two and then we went to like one more after that and it wasn't that great. I was like what the hell? It was it, well, We
3: we went to we went to Scarecon, right? Mm-hmm. Uh probably like 2 or 3 weeks after
2: uh Fantacon.
3: Yeah. If I remember correctly.
2: If I remember correctly, Henry, I think you met Kevin Eastman at Scaracon. No, Fantac we met him at Fantacon. No.
3: Phanticon? Oh yep. I remember that that was that was Fantacon. that was the first one oh, it was well, the Fantacon. first one that I've ever been to yeah oh, okay same here
1: and quick quick, quick little story about this, and then I promise you listeners we're gonna get back into Jason and I don't mean it in a sexual way,
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but Fantacon, we met Kevin Eastman there, my dumbass was so excited to get there. I have a bunch of books mm-hmm. I forgot my books here at home, and I live in Schenectady, so you guys know how it is from Schenectady to. Colony on Wolf Road. It's it's a little. I mean, it's not long, but it's a little drive. So I drive back, grab my books, and you know, go back out there to get my autograph signed. And while Henry's there, his lovely wife kept telling him to go meet Kevin Eastman and get his autograph, but he wouldn't do it without me, which was dope. So yeah, little fun, fun little story with that. Yeah, on the way. It was that was exciting though. We were like fucking six-year-old kids, big-ass grins on our faces.
3: Oh yeah, and the best part was he didn't charge for an autograph.
1: Not at all, and he, he he gave us our autograph and drew something in our books.
3: Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's like our favorite. He's like, "Who's your favorite turtle?" Yep. yep. So he drew he drew Raphael and he drew a Mouser for
1: me. And he drew Donatello for me, I believe. And uh, another cool thing about that, because this is around when the first movie, the you know the remake or whatever you want to call it, the reboot of the movie came out. And we were talking to him about it. Like, you know, how do you feel about it? He's like, go see the movie. He's like, listen, go see the movie. It's going to be a good movie. Because me and Henry are actually debating on seeing the movie because all the bullshit that was coming out with the rumors about the turtles being aliens and all that shit. Right. So we've seen that.
3: I love that it changed and then they acknowledged it.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I do too. So she
3: was like, so they're aliens? She goes, no, that's stupid.
2: They're turtles. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, what was it? Then Kevin Eastman had a small part in that movie as well. Uh part two. Part two, okay. He, he was the pizza delivery guy in part two. That makes sense. Can awesome. call? Hey, thanks, Kevin. That's awesome.
1: All right, so I guess we can jump but back yeah, into turtle. Yeah. Well yeah,
3: yeah. yeah, I know we're talking about turtles and they're in New York City and then yeah. Jason was, so yep. how did yeah. Jason not encounter the turtles?
2: Well it was all that toxic waste that, you know
1: <laughs> they were they
3: weren't out the sewer <laughs>
2: each night. They so they there. The yeah. that, they might not have been that part of the
1: city. That they weren't in that part of maybe they weren't boring yet. Who knows? Ah, Actually, wait a minute. Yeah, wait, it could be. what year is Jason Takes Manhattan? That's a better. <laughs> oh, that's uh,
2: uh as it's in ninety. That's an answer.
1: I don't. Eighty nine,
3: I
2: think. Right. Probably late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. I would guess. No, it's early. Like, I think it's late nineties. If I, I well, hold on, I got Google here. You know, I can just search it up. Nope ni- nineteen eighty
1: nine, and the turtles were like eighty seven.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. So they're in a different part of the city. That's all I can think of.
2: Wow, really? 1989? almost nineteen ninety. Jeez.
1: They're fighting. They must have been fighting Master Shredder. That's what. Yeah. That's what. They were uh, fighting on the Shredder on the roof. They were just. They were on a different rooftop than Julius and Jason. <laughs> they probably Ma- saw Imagine them out
3: if. Uh, yeah. Imagine if um, Casey Jones
2: came <laughs> across uh, Jason with
1: the hockey mask. Oh shit. Jason would look confused as fuck. Like, what
2: the fuck, Who are you? Well, he did. He did look confused because they had a Jason uh, billboard. That when they was First dope. got in Manhattan. That's right. He's mm-hmm. like, yep. what? <laughs> How do
1: these motherfuckers know about me?
2: Yeah, right. They must like hockey here. <laughs> so, what was it? Um, one scene that kind of like bothered me—not like bothered me. It just didn't make no sense. So, you got that prom queen that, you know, was trying to, you know, blackmail the the one dude that you hate who gets thrown out the window. Oh, he was, like, he was, like, a He's principal or a, a teacher. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the teacher. Yeah. So, like, she writes, like, all the well, She was about to about. give it up. I know. It was, it was awesome. I was like, oh, she... She's, I think he would have finger banged her at least. Right? At least do something. But he didn't. So, she, like, goes in the shower and then Jason kind of, like, busts in, whatever. And she's, like, so afraid of, like, having... Like Jason see her naked, that she's just like huddled in the corner for like way too long. <laughs> Gives Jason time to uh, smash the mirror, oh, find like a, a sharp shard, and then stab her. But I heard that scene got cut. She he, she was supposed to get stabbed a lot more, but there's a lot of things in that movie. It seems like it was edited to avoid yeah, like like a higher rating, like an X rating or something like that. Like she was afraid of Jason. She's about to go bang this old dude for a good grade. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Instead of just fucking doing her schoolwork. Right. Um, according to an interview, and I'm getting this, these facts from um, IMDB, mm-hmm. from uh, Fangoria Magazine, August nineteen eighty nine. Kane Hodder vomited on cue in the final scene after drinking several pitchers of water. That was not special effects. I believe I read that oh. in the book too. He used to be able to throw up on command, which is crazy as fuck. But remember the part oh, wow. where he's where he's in the sewer and he's climbing up the ladder yeah. and all that water comes out of it. That was real. Oh wow. Oh wow. So fucking That's disgusting. Again, hats off to Kane Hodder for fucking yep. really playing the fucking part. Like that <laughs> that's dedication right there.
2: Yep. Oh yeah. Well, he loves playing Jason Killed craftsman. So yep, yeah. You got it, you got it. It's just what you want, if you want work. Uh, what was it then? What was it? the chick with the guitar and the one dude with, like, filming her? Yeah. Whoever, like, has a crush on her, obviously, but, like, she...
3: Oh, yeah, she's, like, doing a music video or something, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes down, down like, in, like, the ship and she starts rocking out. Of course, Jason comes up behind her and she runs away. And then Jason improvises and used the guitar kill, which I is like, which is different for Jason.
1: It's cool, but
2: yeah,
1: the thing with Jason though, a I fan like of jazz. He he, I, he didn't like her music. That's one thing. But but Jason, right. the thing I like about it is, it, I like how he'll use anything for a fucking weapon. One thing right. you know, one thing that did that did kind of bother me now that I think about it, just a little bit, is he didn't have his iconic machete in this movie at all.
2: Uh, he had the no. machete for the one kill. Which one? For the cap, the captain, where he comes up and he sees a dude uh, with the wheel stuck in him. Jason comes behind him and slits his throat with the machete.
1: Was it with the machete or was it with just a knife, though? That
2: part. Uh, uh, I- let's. Uh, well, I have the YouTube video up here. I can just go back uh, a little, a little bit here.
1: While you're checking uh, that up, I got another IMDb fact. It says the cruise ship was named Lazarus, which is from the Bible. Biblical mm-hmm. character, which, you know, brought back from the dead, just like Jason's dead, which I guess that's pretty cool. But Jason, or how yeah. Jason comes back all the time.
2: Yeah, it looks like a machete, tell you. Uh, that or a long knife.
1: Okay.
3: It might have been a backup, because he didn't want to get his regular machete uh, rusty.
1: He didn't want to lose it in the city. That's what it was. He didn't want to get robbed. Yeah. He left well, that also, at home.
2: Yeah, he probably brought that shit to a pawn shop. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, too, like, he... What kind of sucks is he gets the fire axe, which looks cool, but they don't even show the kill for that one dude. Like gets the axe in the back. You know, he only used that weapon once. Yeah. Which which kind of irks me because part in Friday the Thirteenth the game, they have him with the fire axe, and he only used it like once. The whole film. But in this film, he actually uses a lot of weapons. I said he improvised.
1: Yeah, he does. He's I fucking have, just have picking shit one. up and using it, which I love. Yep. That's one thing I did like about it. Another little fun fact, the guy who played um Julius.
0: Mm-hmm. Remember the phone booth my scene? Uncle. Eh, oh, my oh, dad, yeah.
1: I figured. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. The um the phone booth scene where Jason punched the glass and broke the glass, Julius cut his hand. Like really cut his hand in that on that scene. Oh wow. Which I, I I believe I read that in the book too, and I think they had like stop taping for a little bit so he could, his hand can heal up because it was bleeding. I think it was bleeding kind of bad. <laughs> so that's that's kind of cool.
2: And then it's like, okay, you're gonna punch Jason, with the with a bloody hand. No one can He probably took it. You just get him, give him oh, fucked yeah. up. It's like, yeah, just just go ahead and punch me for real.
1: Uh, I'm trying to see if I can find any more fun facts with this movie. Just in case you listeners didn't know, this movie is not based on a true story. The other ones are though, but this one's not.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is like all—it's like a alternate dimension.
1: Yep. <laughs> From eight till when he goes to space—that's the bizarre
2: in... You're
3: bizarre. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, would you guys like? What'd you guys think of this movie though? Scott, I'll start with you. What'd you think of this movie as a whole? And I'll say. um... Henry, same question when Scott's done.
2: Uh, yep. So the reason why I won this film uh, really stuck in my mind and one of my favorite films is I remember the, the like the scene where it scared the shit out of me when King oh. busts bust through the like the the window with the main chick there and starts like, choking her. Mm-hmm. Like, oh no, Jason's going to get her. And then she stabbed him in the eye. And I didn't expect the stab in the eye. And it was like, like, I was like, oh, oh my god, oh my god, that and for like some reason I had like a super crush on the rocker chick, so <laughs> like I liked her, but oh. like she, she got like offed in like the first, I don't know, 20 minutes of the mm-hmm. the movie. But it's that it's whatever. But w- what really makes me enjoy this movie as a whole is yeah, it sucks that it didn't take place most mostly in Manhattan, is it shows off that Jason doesn't have to stick with his, you know, iconic machete. He uses a lot of different uh weapons in this and he's not afraid to kill you with his own bare hands as well. Which I thought was mm-hmm. really really cool. And it, you know, people are like, oh like how can you can like a movie like bad acting, it's like you're never there for the actors. You're just there to see Jason Hello. work his work his magic, you know? And I think Kane Hodder did a really good job in this, regardless of how you take people, you know how they, you know how they reacted to their death. Kane Hodder, just looking at him at like a hole in this movie and how he he killed people, that intensity, that you know, that, that unstoppable, Danny yeah, that unstoppable force, you know, right there. It's like, wow, he 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 really wants to, he really wants to get these people, he really wants to kill people, and he doesn't need. A, it, he's he, he, kill them. He, he, yeah, he's like. He doesn't even need a, a machete. He'll kill you with anything. Anything that he can get his hands on. If he can't get his hands on anything, he'll just do it up close and personal. So that's, yep. that's why I enjoyed it. I mean, also, too, what also make, made me enjoy the movie is obviously some of the comical stuff as well. You know, you have uh, him busting through the diner. You know, people are sitting down like, oh, okay, this is like an all day in New York. But lo and behold, like he, throws, he throws somebody into a mirror. <laughs> and people like, Oh, you know what? I'm out of here. I don't want any trouble. People start getting up and leaving, you know. And then of course, you know, the when he gets to Manhattan, he sees the billboard himself. He's like, what? And then of course, I got to mention the radio kick, which yes. which was which was great. So it was a little bit of a comical aspect of it, you know, even though it being a horror movie. He kicked. was barefoot. Yeah, he just boom, just <laughs> boots boots it, you know. And that's that's what made me enjoy the movie as a whole. And really stuck in my mind compared to the others. So even though, like, he's a scary, scary slasher villain unstoppable Monster, it's just good to see, like, the, the little bit of the comical side. So it made me enjoy Jason a little bit better as, as a slasher villain. So.
1: Okay. I like that answer. And, Henry, same with you. How, what did you think about this movie as a whole from what you remember?
3: I mean, I, I liked it. Um... I mean, really, there isn't one a, a, a single Jason movie that I don't like, like, yeah. you know, some I like less than others, but uh, um, what I liked the most about it was, you know, the change of scenery. Mm-hmm. You know, they tried to keep it, the series fresh, so, you know, they, they switched it up a little bit instead of it just being at the camp, you know. Um, so I appreciate the attempt at that. And, you know, being from New York... It was just cool to have Jason in our backyard,
1: you
3: know. Yeah, It
1: was kind of cool. I agree. I agree with both of you on a lot of the stuff you said, and like again, like with the change of scenery, I think it was cool. I just, I just kind of wish—I don't know—I wish there was more of a scare factor in this movie. Honestly, it was—it was, it was com—it was a lot. There was a lot of comedy in the movie. I mean, parts that us horror fans might find funny, somebody else might not find certain things funny. But um, just because, like with Jason, f- yeah. Oh yeah, you're definitely gonna be laughing. But like with Jason movies, I always I you know, I see them as being more of a serious kind of slasher versus like Freddy or Chucky or the Leprechaun, for example. Yep. But I mean what they did for this movie, it, it wasn't horrible. Like again, like you both said, I don't hate none of us hate any Jason movie. There's some you like better than others. Some you like, you know, it's which it's it happens in franchises in general. And I just I don't know. I just wish there was a. I liked. I enjoyed the movie. It was a fun movie overall. I wish it was darker. And like certain things I didn't like. Like the, the way it ended, I didn't like that. I didn't like how he died in the sewer and all that or whatever. And I didn't like how, like, I don't know what the hell it was. Let's say an acid or whatever it was in the sewer. Toxic waste, acid, whatever. But like, it's like his body it, melted and he was a kid. That made no fucking sense to me. I'm like, what the fuck?
2: Not at all. Not, yep. And I, I mean, if it was water, it would be different because he's afraid of water, but it's a toxic way. So. That's New
3: York water, too. That's yeah. New York. Yeah, it's true. I bet, I bet you that would happen to any of us. Next time you visit the city, go down there and be a kid again.
1: Uh, I'm good. <laughs> I don't want to take that risk. Fucking try to climb down that sort of thing. That
3: was in the 80s. Imagine how it is now.
1: Yeah, Henry, the way you look, you going down in a sword, they're going to think it's a terrorist attack. You better not do that.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I try to stay out of Manhattan.
1: Yeah, they'll be like, oh, he's a part of ISIS. Get him. He's going down in the sewer to blow shit up.
2: Oh, we're oh, going to finish what Jason started.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: oh,
3: you, know, you know what? It would be cool. Like, Have you guys been to Manhattan? I
1: haven't been to the city like in once, years.
2: Like, I think twice, actually.
1: I don't even know if I've uh, ever do you been you know there. how, like,
2: you yeah, have people, like,
3: dressed up like Spider-Man and shit like that down in Times oh, Square, yeah. like, in that area?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody hmm uh,
2: How has no one ever dressed up like Jason? That would be so cool. Oh, you're right. I know. It would be so awesome.
1: You're right. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, maybe someone has it, but, yeah, that would be dope. I would love to see that.
2: Just standing there.
1: Mm-hmm. Taking yeah. all in. Taking Manhattan.
2: Scaring yep. people. Yeah. Scaring people.
3: Yeah. Kicking over radio.
1: Oh, man, that'd be
3: hilarious.
2: No, I I just want to jump in and chime in, in real quick. I do, I do agree with you. It'd be an iPod. Uh, I do agree with you, Aaron. The ending, it felt like it was rushed because it felt like, all right, how are we, how are we just going to end this? Like, we got to the sewer. Because mm-hmm. the last person he kills is uh, the engineer that's working down, like, the sewer or whatever yeah. he's doing with a wrench. And they kind of edited that, that kill, too, which kind of sucked. You know, you just see the shadow of it. But yeah, it just seems like, like, well, we're here. Let's just say the sewer fills up with toxic waste. But actually, if you if you start watching, I think, in the beginning of the film, it kind of foreshadows how they they take care of him because you see, like, the toxic waste barrels throughout, like, the movie. So it's kind of I- ironic that that's how it, Jason ends up getting defeated. Like, not really defeated. He's just a kid again. So like, he he's defeated but not defeated. It, it, it's weird, because I don't know how part uh, I forget how part nine uh, was. Part nine is Jason yeah. to hell. Yeah, yeah, it's because they they just pretty much go pick up in part nine they pick up with him in the forest back at Crystal Lake, you know, chasing that one yeah. chick, which is uh, end up being a setup to kill Jason. Blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, did Titty pop out? Yeah, Titty popped out. You know, Titty so it was great. She was hot too. Well anyway, um, <laughs> uh, no. But yeah, no. I, I I 100% agree with you. It just felt like, you know, the ending could have been a little bit better. But what the problem is with different scenery, you got you're like oh, you know, typically we just we just bound Jason back to the lake. You know, like like uh, t- uh Tommy Jarvis did in part six, yeah. and then Tina you know, call back her father every time he ends back into the lake. They didn't really have that, so I guess it's, like, the better alternative is, like, okay, the sewer floods, and <laughs> and basically, you know, it yeah, goes back to being kids, you know, I guess. Yeah, you know, I just, I think, like, I
3: think it really goes back to, like, having different uh directors, and
2: mm-hmm. this, was,
3: this was the eighth movie, you know, they had to do something different.
2: Right.
0: You yeah. know what
3: I mean? Even with, with part three, they did the 3D, right? Yep. And, you know, just with with a franchise that goes, you know, it's been out as long as Jason has. You you just, you gotta, you, you gotta keep it fresh. And I think, I think that's what their attempt was. And it might not have worked as, as well as they thought it, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I I a hundred percent agree with that. It it does make sense. You want to start out with something you want to keep like, cause you're like, you know what? People love this franchise. People love Jason. Let's take him somewhere else. Let's take him to fucking Manhattan. And then, Fucking, maybe get some new fans, because hardcore fans are gonna watch it regardless. That mm-hmm. I tell, t- I was just, I did a podcast yesterday with Rob. We did um the movie Never Hike Alone, Friday the Thirteenth movie, fan made film, which was fucking excellent. And uh, we were just talking like, if they, I was like, look, if they made fucking sixty seven more Jason movies, I'm going to see Friday the Thirteenth Part Sixty Seven, Jason right. takes Schenectady, and <laughs> <Jason>
3: takes
1: Schenect- <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kind of probably, I'll be that one asshole in mind watching it, enjoying it, and just like because it's. It's He's my favorite slasher, so I will always watch those movies, no matter how good or how ter- terrible they are. And just because he's my favorite yep. slasher, I'll never hate any of those movies. I, might, I won't like them as much as others, but I won't hate them either. Like, there's certain horror movies, like, fucking... I just think of them when it comes to mind again. Fucking Ooga Booga, I'll never watch that again. I will say, watch at your own risk. Don't blame me if you hate it. Because <laughs> it was a one. But, uh, yeah, like, it's... around you want to see Huh? Well... Rylan wants to see Google Booga. He, he's not going to like it. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: so, uh, okay. We can, we can jump into my little slicing and dicing with Sir Sturdy segment. And my first question for you both is, and whoever wants to go first goes first. What would you rate this movie? From one, let's say, one to ten uh, Jason
2: masks. You can go first, okay, Scott. I rated uh, eight Jason Mask. Oh wow, eight Jason Mask because again, you know, it's my f- favorite out of the franchise, so it's gonna be it's gonna be high, kind of high. And I like what Henry. Uh, this is why I like having more people uh, mm-hmm. that discuss uh, uh, review a review of movie. I never thought about it, but you know, H- Henry brought up a good point with the change of scenery. Because you, when you, you do a, a such, when you do sequels upon sequels upon sequels, you have to change it up, and you know that definitely. I, I never thought about that, but he's absolutely right. You know, you have to change up something. Um, but real quick, I mean, I pretty much said everything that I wanted to say. Before you know, Jason pretty much really shows his strength. It really shows off his uh, super supernatural, you know, uh, powers basically because he pretty much not in one spot and shows up in the next, and, yeah, you know, he pretty much used anything at his disposal, Kane Hodder, and hey, you gotta give credit to Kane Hodder, because Kane Hodder really, I think, brought Jason to a whole new level. Obviously, was, was this his first film? He didn't do seven, right? He did... No, he did seven. No, he, he did... So was, sec- he did seven, so yep. he, this was the second film as Jason. So he got a chance to be really into characters, and I think... Uh, part eight has more kills than uh, seven did so you know, bring that intensity back and really get into character and whatnot really, really help and a change the scenery, as Henry said. So, uh, you know, eight out of ten, Jason Mask. Nice, Henry. Uh, I give it, I give it seven
3: just just from what, in my opinion, they we're, were trying to do mm-hmm. is just you know do something different, you know, and, instead of popping out and uh, having them go to space.
1: Which, which they ended up doing. happening anyway.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, because, especially in the 80s, you had, first you had uh, gremlins, mm-hmm. and then you had critters. Well, the critters are from out of space, the critters are aliens. And then, you know, <clears throat> you know, instead of just trying to do something out of this world, you know, they they just put them in, you know, in the eighties, you know, New York city was like Hollywood, right? Like,
1: yeah. It oh, a place
3: yeah. to be and like, well, why not bring, you know, everyone's favorite killer there? Yep. Cause it wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked with anyone else. Really. It wouldn't have worked with Michael Myers. It wouldn't have worked with Freddie, you know? Um, so I, I think, I think it, it worked for what they were trying to do. I, I feel like it worked.
1: Now, jump in, just jumping in what you just said, I agree. With See, it's 50-50 with me with the Michael Myers thing, because, again, he follows Laurie Strode everywhere. So wherever she goes, somehow he ends up. One so, person. Which, right. which is weird in a sense, but, I mean, it, it's maybe with him, maybe, but I get it with Jason because Jersey's right fucking there. Like, he shit, hop on the yeah. train and go. Mm-hmm. And then with um, and there is
3: there's a Crystal Lake um not too far from uh Albany. Nice, I, I fished it before. There's a lot of largemouth
1: in there. And then uh, again, just jumping this off just because you threw these in there. And then freddie I I mean, because it's a Nightmare on Elm Street, but at the same time, I mean, if somebody's going I, to the city that's dreaming about freddie and brings him out or whatever, I don't know.
3: <laughs> I mean, I, it would have been pretty cool though. It would have been Glad fun. It would have been funny too. Cool. Because, you know, Freddie talks. Yeah. So, right. you know, he could he could be like, oh, we'll make fun of someone because of their stupid haircut or, mm-hmm. you
1: know, what have you. Yeah, it could have been fun. But um, my, the, I'll rate this movie, I'll say uh, six and a half, Jason asks. And just because, like, I know you don't need a story story, but I wish there was kind of more of a story to it. And I wish it was a lot darker. Even if you keep the humor in, I still wish it was a lot darker than what it was. I like the scenes with Jason because every scene with Jason was really intense, and some of the I wish more of the kills were on screen because a lot of stuff was kind of off screen. Then you seen the person dead. Yeah, that,
3: oh, yeah, yeah. That, that that was probably a budget.
1: Yeah, yeah, probably. But I'm just you know just that would that would rate it up for me and some titties. That <laughs> the, 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 has that ever <laughs> heard a horror movie?
2: No, it never has. That no. helps.
1: <laughs> that that. It, uh, a pair, a set of two of titties, boom. That's a, that's a seven for me right there. Maybe even a seven and a half. But yeah, so uh, my next question for you two is which I'm, I already know the answer, but just, you know, would you rewatch this movie and would you recommend this movie for someone who hasn't seen it?
2: Uh, well, I'll, I guess I'll go first and thumb the, the Uh When I watch this movie, yes. I always watch this movie every time, like, Friday the 13th comes around. And whatnot? Would I recommend it as a first Jason movie to start out with? No, not necessarily. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I agree it, with
1: you on that one. I just, I mean, like, just a recommended watch in Not necessarily a recommended first. Let's say they've seen all the way up to part seven. Just, just for argument's oh. sake.
2: Oh, we, yeah. I would, I would just say, eight. It's a good watch, but you know, I have open mind that they try to do something different. Mm-hmm. than just keep it the same repetitive thing. You know, yeah, like yeah. They keep, you know I mean? They try something different, and uh, Jason Jason does do th- uh, different things. As I said, he's more uh, improv, basically, in this one, rather than just typical using my machete. Because, I mean, he does cool kills and machete, but it was nice to see the uh, improv of, of the kills in, in this film <laughs> as well, so. Uh, but that's how I would tell. Just keep an open mind, you know, it's, you know to some people it's not the best but for me I enjoy it mm-hmm. as as one of the best so yeah. that's what I would say and Henry
1: same two questions for you would you rewatch this movie and would you recommend this movie
3: uh, I would watch if it was on
1: mm-hmm.
3: you know I wouldn't I wouldn't go grab the box set and go I'm going to watch this one you yeah. know what I mean um, my favorite one is um I think it's which it's 6 when uh, Tommy Jarvis accidentally brings him back to life. Yep. Right? Yep. Yep. That's six. Yeah, that's that's my favorite one. Um.
1: And would you recommend this I, movie? I
3: mean, I would rec I'd say it just like what Scott said. I wouldn't recommend it to someone who hasn't watched any of the movies before.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. like uh. Kind of like a spinoff, almost. You know.
1: Yeah! Yeah! Yeah!
3: Um. Yeah, I, I would recommend it, but not as as a first All right. viewing.
1: Uh, and I'm pretty much the same. I would say
3: either two or six would be. I would recommend for a
1: first. Oh, okay. My favorites. See, with me, I would say yes to both of those questions I asked you, gentlemen. Um, I would. You already know I'd rewatch it because damn near every Friday the Thirteenth when it's coming up, Henry, you know this. We were doing this as kids when I got this movie. Start it from the first one Mm-mm. and watch it throughout the weekend. So yes, I would rewatch this movie. Yes, I would recommend this movie. And I would honestly say, I mean, me personally, as a fan of the franchise, my favorite slasher franchise, I would say watch it from one on. Just watch them all, even, you know, from one to fucking the remake. And I would even throw in here, watch uh, the movie Never Hike Alone because it was really good. It was actually better than this, in my opinion, (laughs) which it's a fan made film. But it was just like, if you haven't seen it, go check it out on YouTube it's a really good movie and I'm actually going to jump right into my next question, which I answered with one movie. Would what's two movies, horror movies. It can be from any, it can be from when you guys were kids till now, whatever horror movies you've seen Give me two movies that you recommend for people to watch. And I'm going to throw out one. Like I just said, I just said, never hike alone. And Scott, you got two. and Henry, do you have any?
2: Uh, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I got, I got, I got two. Um, you know, back in the day, I mean, it's kind of corny now because, you know, I'm older, but it, it's still nostalgic for me. Uh, tr- hey. uh, trolls. Okay. <laughs> trolls and uh, Gremlins I always hey. enjoyed. Nice. Yeah, uh, gremlins, yeah. Yeah, so, like, if you want to start out with horror The second whatever, one, right? Which one? Yeah, the, the, second, the one. second one. The yeah, second one's so okay, much this- better. Okay. Yeah, it really was. Thanks thanks for, you know, asking that question, Henry. Yeah, Yeah, let me clarify that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the second one is so much better. Uh, Yeah, I don't remember much about Trolls, but Trolls scared the shit out of me. I remember (laughs) that. Not Troll 2 where, oh, my God, they're eating her. Now they're going to eat me. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that was mean, But, yeah, those two movies I recommend if you want to get, if you were trying to get in a horror franchise, mm-hmm. uh, definitely those two movies, Gremlins 2 and, and Trolls. Okay. Henry? Ma- mainly like, Gremlins like, 2 first, probably, then Trolls. So that's why I mentioned Gremlins 2. <laughs> All right, yeah, Henry.
3: like like for me, because, you know, like, like there's, there's two, in my opinion, there's like two different versions of horror movies. Like you have like the more serious horror movies like Night of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And then you have like the the com- more comedic version, like Return of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I I like the more comedy driven ones for the most part, especially yeah. as a kid because as a kid, even those were scary. Um, but if I had if I only had to pick two, I would say Dead Alive and Sleepaway Camp because Ooh. Sleepaway Camp's the more serious one, and then Dead Alive is.
2: It's, yeah. it's a comedy. It is. <laughs> yeah, it's just it sure. It's great, though.
1: No. Doesn't it make you want some yeah. little, is it tapioca and pudding?
3: And then I put both of you guys on to both of those movies. Yeah, you did.
1: If I remember correctly. As a matter of fact, asshole. Aaron, watch Sleepaway Boy Cam. There's a surprise at the end.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a nice little surprise it's a little shrimp shrimp. (laughs) (laughs) but like
1: for my um my movie recommendations like i said i said um never hike alone if you haven't seen it it's on youtube it's free on youtube at that so definitely go check that movie out it's awesome and i'm gonna throw this out there i actually contacted them on um the Stomp Films, they're the guys who made the Never Hike Alone. I contacted them on Instagram. I also tweeted them, which they retweeted my tweet of mm-hmm. me doing the review on their movie. And I told them I wanted them on the podcast, so they told me to email them. So I'm eventually going to get them on here, which will be pretty fucking awesome. I can't wait for that. That's gonna be
2: a that's be an awesome podcast, man. I can't wait for that. Yeah.
1: And again, I'm throwing this out there. If you guys are both free, I wouldn't mind if you guys are on the move if you guys are on here, but I'd tell you definitely check the movie out first and we can just go we can discuss first and kinda, of, you know, figure out what we want to talk to them about and all that. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I had to throw that little thing out there because it's just, this literally just happened like yesterday. So yeah, everybody else is gonna you. hear this. That's awesome news. Everybody else is gonna hear us on Friday the thirteenth. And then another movie I'll say to check out. Um is... uh oh, shit. I'm just going to throw this movie out okay. here. I've been championing this movie for so fucking long. I've thrown this movie out here for my movie recommendations. Go see Terrifier. And I'm going to throw it with this because Terrifier, Art the Clown, and some people are going to be like, you're bugging, you're fucking crazy, it's too soon, but he is my second favorite slasher right now. It used to be Freddy slash Michael Myers, but he jumped over them just because the way the movie is, like the way he kills. He's funny, He's brutal. He's like a he's a silent killer like Jason and Michael, but he's funny and he's brutal and he's just it's it's fucking awesome. Watch the movie for the kills and stuff. Don't watch the first story cuz this movie didn't really have a story and there's going to be more. And I'm really hoping that this turns out being like one of the next big slasher movies. So, those are my two with that. And I'm going to throw one more question at well, probably more than one more, but another movie question for you guys. <laughs> Besides, I'll say Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th, what's one horror franchise you would recommend these horror fans to watch?
2: Ah, uh, I mean, going back, horror franchise, well, if you're looking for, like, something, like, kind of serious, I would go with, I mean, this is not just me plugging uh, me being senior editor or anything from Night of the Dead, but if you look for, like, more serious tone, definitely see the original of The Night of the Living Dead, and then the remake, and then the, the other ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, A lot of, yeah, you'd be surprised. A lot of people
3: haven't seen the original,
2: yeah, but the it was so good for its time, like it still holds up to this day. Like, if you're looking for something yeah. serious, I, I would definitely start out with you know the original Night of the Living Dead, and then see the remake, and then see the other other you know, like return of the living dead, you know, all that stuff. Uh, something a little bit more comical if you do want to ease into, you know, horror and stuff. As I said, uh, you know, Gremlins Gremlins two is great. Um, uh, dead Alive as we discussed, Dead Alive is great. It's it's still scared the <laughs> crap out of you, but it, it has you you kinda ease into the horror, you know? I mean it is you get you know, I mean that would make it so good. And uh that's that's what i would say i mean you guys pretty much know a lot more horror stuff than i do a little bit but uh besides like the the big three so uh yeah and like
3: just to touch down on uh the night of the living dead you know at at that time it was a big deal because it was one of the first movies in in that genre and I, i believe in general to have the main character a black man Nice. yep that you know, so that was that for back, especially back then, that was a big deal. And obviously it was in black and white. Um, you, you could like, you could like feel like the desperation and the tension in that movie. Yeah. That I feel wasn't in the remake.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but the remake, the remake was great. Tom Savini directed it. Right, Scott?
2: Yep. Tom Savini directed it. I like to call it uh not a remake. I uh, reimagine, you know, mm-hmm. he's reimagining, you know. The re- well, what we'll makes the remake kind of good in its own way? Because as we know in the original, I don't want to do too many spoilers, but the big difference is the main character Barbara uh, mm-hmm. goes from a damsel in distress to. You know, I'm a kick badass, you know, from, you yeah. know, because at the time, you know, uh, for the remake, you got Sigourney Weaver and you got, you know, uh, Laurie Strode and stuff. These female, you know, uh, main main protagonists, you know, showing like, hey, us females can kick some ass, too. It don't ha- always I, have to I, be and 80s, these 80s macho guys with big muscles taking on the bad guys. Mm-hmm. So like, that, you that, know.
3: that's what I like. Yeah. So that's I that's i can going kick out. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, and you got uh I forget her name. Maybe you know her name. Uh I always forget it. It's the uh girl uh, the actor plays Sarah Connor in Terminator Two. I forget I, oh, I guess Yeah, yeah, but you got Sarah her too. Yeah. So just I would say we'll Sarah. Connor. Call her Sarah Connor. Yeah, yeah. You know, I got all these women. So it was perfect for the you know, when Tom Savini uh directed the, you know, reimagining of it. It was a perfect time for mm-hmm. that. To to, yeah, to give the main character like I'm not gonna be dumb. And, and then Tony them. Todd was in it. Yeah. Oh, it was perfect. Tony Todd is always perfect. You know. So yeah. It's just great. It just molded well. You know. So, but I don't want to give too. Yeah. I don't want to give too much away because definitely see the original first, and then move on to the remake. I mean, that's the big difference mainly. But it's, the original definitely, definitely really, really fantastic. And I, again, it, yeah. I, I still say it holds up uh, to this day nice yeah i I would agree i would agree what about you
1: Henry? what's a besides the big three or whatever what's a big what's a horror franchise my
3: my favorite franchise is the return of the living dead
1: okay so that would be um
3: and the thing i like the most about the return of the living dead they acknowledge the night of the living dead nice as a movie nice um the the guy uh the hell i think his name is his name is chuck uh, I have his. I have his autograph on a poster somewhere. Um, he's he's talking to his boss, where they they work at um, not a mortuary, but a shipping like a middleman, like where they ship out mm-hmm. cadavers, body parts, things of that nature. Buttholes. And I remember, I remember, oh. yeah, yeah, I'm sure a butthole or two in a ziplock bag. Um, I remember watching it as a kid, not thinking it was funny, and knowing the night of the living dead movie and then uh his boss says to him he's like hey he's like you know that night of the living dead movie he was like you know that was based on a true story and then they talk about um what what made the zombies come out and he it was uh, trioxin i think it was called you know some chemical made by the army mm-hmm. and then he had a barrel of it down in the basement and then he goes, but yeah, he's like, don't worry about this. This stuff isn't going to get out. This stuff is feel tight. And he slaps the barrel. What do you know? All the trioxin, the smoke and <laughs> shit comes out. And then, um, you know, you have the events that follow. But I like I like the fact that they acknowledge that movie, you know, so they're not going to get sued or anything. But they just acknowledge it and then say that it's based on a true story. And then go, it goes from there.
1: Nice. 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 Uh, the
3: series really, really goes downhill after the third movie, but... I I, I watched them all.
1: I'm gonna throw one in there that I don't know if you guys would expect me to throw in there or not. It's not necessarily a big big movie. It's a fun movie. It, there's there's six movies,
2: Ooga huh? Uga booga. Uga booga. Absolutely um, not. Absolutely. Before he before, before he jump in, uh, the the actor that plays Sarah Connor is Linda Linda Hamilton. Oh okay.
1: First, so, so I will say. And I didn't. And I didn't like. I like the first four of these movies, but the Wrong Turn movies, they were fun okay. movies, gore, real gory. If you like gory, like slashers and like bloody, fucking, fucked up hillbilly, woodsman, fucking up shit, you're gonna like these movies. And like I said, yeah, don't watch the first one. Don't watch it for the acting, obviously. But the first four to me were really freaking fun. They were really good and excellent. The last two, just, I wish I could. Uh, I I don't know. I I was very disappointed. I don't know Un- if I'd ever them. watch them again. Huh? You wish you could unwatch them? Kind of, but then yeah, it's like if I unwatched it, then I wouldn't know what happened. I'd have to watch it again. So I guess I did I just I just wouldn't rewatch it.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then as always I will say this for those of you who've followed me on uh Facebook, on my Facebook group, Horror with Sir Dirty and my page. The normal terror movie definitely Go on their page, Sacrificial Palm Productions, Sam Mason. Check that out because that movie is just – Yeah, that's coming out. It's suppo- I think it's supposed to be coming out at the end of this year. I'm going to have to get him on here again. I'm supposed to be talking to his producer also, uh, Steve Cipher. Mm-hmm. But I'm also going to get Sam on here again. and um, Just to see what's going on with the movie. I know they had a little setback for a little bit, but they're back into it now. and I think that's good. that movie is going to be very good. I think it's going to be an interesting horror movie. I'm definitely going to support that, definitely backing that all the time. So definitely yep. go to, go to the Normal Terror page on Facebook. Normal Terror on, um, he's also on Instagram, and he might even be on Twitter. I'm not 100% sure. I'll have to look that up myself, and just check them out on there. But uh, you guys have anything else you want to talk about horror-wise, or you good, or what's up?
2: No, I mean we. Yeah. You and I, you and I had that uh, long, two like almost three hour discussion basically uh, uh, last time I was on I think it was episode fourteen <laughs> of your podcast. So yep. we talked. I mean, we still got to do another podcast for more horror stuff because there's just so much to talk about. Oh, there's it's fantastic. This, this, this is what I want. This,
3: this is what I want. I want Aaron. Wow. To play Resident Evil Seven. Okay. Okay. Okay, because Scott mm-hmm. and I. I mean how how, how many times have we spent like who knows how much time at work talking about these games?
2: Oh uh, too, ma- too much too <laughs> <Come on>. much. <laughs> like like we, we we would be down
3: in, in, in our, our pounds per hour because we're just hanging out talking about, you know, the Resident Evil series.
1: Well um, You know what, Henry
3: Aaron Scott's a big fan of the series. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. um I'm, I'm listen. the games.
1: I'm gonna play this game. All right. My thing <laughs> to my my uh I'm gonna say this though. Two things. One, Henry, I'm gonna say you get a freaking headset so we can at least when I'm online playing we can at least talk while I'm playing. And
3: uh, I know I, I've been saying I, I just.
1: I mean, I at know, at, I the, at the very least we could do it like we could do it like this, not minus the recording part. We could do it right on Skype and just all all of us talking on here or whatever. That's which is cool too. Uh, but and then my second thing is, when I do eventually, but not not eventually, I'm gonna I'm gonna get into this game this week. Okay. When I, do sure. get, when I do get into this game and, like, play it, play it, would you guys want to do a podcast on this Resident Evil 7 game and just kind of discuss the game some, or would you be down yeah, to do that? absolutely.
3: That'd be, that'd be
2: awesome.
1: Okay,
3: cool. And then I, I want to talk about uh, our
2: hopes and what we want for the Resident Evil 2 remake. Sounds Ooh, good to me. Okay, yeah, you know what? I yeah. like it. I like it.
1: That sounds good to me. I don't know Resident Evil Part 2 at all, but I'm down for it. I've only I, seen it played as, like, uh, what back yeah, in the... Go on, go on
3: Wikipedia, YouTube, you know.
1: Yeah, 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 I will. I will. I'll do my research. But I was going to say, going back yeah. in the day, when we, remember we used to go to Michael's as kids? I don't know if you were chilling with us at the time then, or if you were there those times. When, yeah,
3: when Bobby had the game shark.
1: Yeah, and he used to we, play... I
3: would fall asleep playing it. Part one? Literally, fall asleep. Yeah, part two, I would literally
1: fall asleep with a controller in my hand. Oh, okay. oh yeah, 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 that's true. But I was going to say, he, him and his boy used to play part one for, like, I used to watch him play part one for hours every freaking night over, you know, because we'd be there in the summer a lot. But, um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, so that, that sounds like a fucking great idea. And another thing, um, we all got to get, well, I know, I believe Scott already has the game, but Friday the 13th, we all got to play that together one day. That's a fun fucking game.
3: Yeah, I already have. Yeah, I got to get that.
1: It's 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 fun. So hey, I guess that's what you'll be hearing from us the thing
3: soon. That sucks. Is like the uh, the time difference because like I get I get home from work like around midnight. Yeah, and like I actually had the chance. I played for maybe like forty five minutes. I was playing God of War uh, mm-hmm. last night for a
1: while. No, I get it though. But we'll we'll have to when we when we try to all game together. We'll have to plan something out. Best, I mean. But I'm guessing it's best for all of us. I know for me, best for me is on the – especially because you get out so late. Is on the weekends, like from Friday night to, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday type of deal. Because I have to be up Monday through – well, yeah, Monday through Friday. I have to be up at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning, so I can't be up playing video games. I
3: know know it's a ways away, but I have the first two weeks of October off.
1: Okay. So
2: Uh, so. – I'm switching – in the process of switching departments, so – you know, maybe we want to get back on a steady schedule. Be easier because I'll start having weekends off, so it'd be easier to any podcast or you know, okay. or just even game together. So
1: okay, yeah, I'm I'm gonna end this podcast real quick. If we we can keep discussing shit after this, but these people don't need to know all of our business. So right, you guys have any? You guys have anything you want to say closing before I close it out?
2: Uh yeah you know I just wanted to say uh you know thanks to all your listeners and congratulations on your your what, over a thousand downloads of your podcast thank you you know it, it mean me you know I I always like to see people people become successful you know because I do stream on Twitch and whatnot and start getting community just I just like to see all the people start growing themselves and I love these horror podcasts that you're doing and you know you always can just you know hit me up for. A discussion, even just, just random horror stuff, you know, or it's like, hey, have you seen this movie? Uh, yeah, or discuss this. There's just horror is just uh, such a vast, yeah. you know, a vast thing that you can talk about anything again for hours. You know, as I said in episode 14, you and I almost had like a three-hour conversation mm-hmm. about about this stuff. But um, again, I'm Welcome. thank you so much for inviting me back to the, your podcast. And, uh, thanks for, you know, not going too hard on Jason take Manhattan, but as we all agree, <laughs> as we all agree, you know, uh, it's, it's a Jason movie, uh, good, or, good or bad. We still love it. Oh yeah. Still love oh yeah. It. So.
1: And I mean, Scott, you're always welcome to come on. You're welcome for the invitation and thank you for always coming on and showing up and all that stuff. It's awesome. Definitely want to get you, you on more. And obviously Henry, I want to get you on more and Henry, do you have anything closing mm-hmm. you want to say before I close it out or?
3: Uh, other than, um, the Resident Evil movies suck.
1: And some Corey Feldman? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you, yep. you, you want to say anything to Corey Feldman? <laughs>
2: fuck him.
1: There you have it. And his chip tooth. Ooh, <laughs> fuck him and his chip tooth. That's, that sounds I, personal. Yeah.
2: Hey, he killed Jason in part four.
1: Yes, he did. That's why I don't like him. But, um, I got in one. Maybe Duke short. <laughs> I got another thing, which those are coming back for guys for what a strange reason. I don't get that, but I don't want to get too I don't want to get too into that. Anyway. Um I want to start doing like um which people, if you're listening, if you have any independent horror films, please hit me up. Email me then AJ or not AJ. Fuck, what's my oh horror with at gmail.com because I would like to try to do like an independent fan-made film like once a month reviewing it with whoever and just discussing the movie, try to have that come out like once a month at the very least once a month. Same with like a random horror chat, kind of like once a month, not just always reviewing, you know, big name movies or bigger movies. I want to get these, I'm trying to start supporting more fan made horror films just because it helps get their name out. there. It helps us all. It helps get their name out there. It helps get my name out there. And it just kind of, you know, one hand washes the other. Same thing with other horror podcasts, yeah. shout out to other horror podcasts, like three guys at horror, and all the other ones I listen to, Cinema Podcast, uh, Cinema Attack Podcast. And, um, yeah, that's about it. So I'm going to close this off. And I will say, again, Corey Feldman, fuck you for what you did to Jason. And uh, shit. <laughs> um, that's
2: go ahead. a lot of rap. No, but I would say, and that's a rap.
1: Yes, it is. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen,
2: I'll <laughs> see you in
3: your night. Hey, that's where everything should end and Corey what? what fuck you Corey
1: Feldman <laughs> yeah alright yeah listen alright on the count of three we'll end it just like that everybody say it 1, 2, 3 fuck you Corey Feldman
3: fuck you Corey Feldman